check this out, okay? Because I've been practicing my uh, like DJing skills, oh. but it's like a skill with uh, just using my voice, my mouth, right? So check this out, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna mix two songs together, right? But just by using uh, it's a yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Britain's Got Talent, uh-huh. you know, ultimately on this, but uh, oh, right. so I'll I'll. I'll, I'll kind of abridge it, so I'll get to the end of the bit that I'm mixed out. It goes, um, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Stop, stop. Go, go. That was uh, Ghostbusters re- remixed into, into, or mixed into Billy tough. Ocean's Go and Gets Tough. Yeah. What did you think? I thought it was very good. It was strange because I was telling you, I've been having a bit of a. I've got going gets tough in my head. At the That's moment. what reminded me to 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 do that. I can pretty much do. Are you going to dress up for a Britain's Got Talent? Now? I don't know, but I have got. Uh, what I've worked out is the stop, stop, do, do, go, go, do, do, is yeah. the mix that uh, will mix any two songs together. So. Yeah, but I'm thinking if you just sort of you know sat there saying doing that, it's not really going to you know do it. I, I, well, well, if I get picked to go through, I've got three other songs I can. Yeah, but three you, you need an act, don't you? That's the act. <laughs> that's I mean, I do more. You, that's you doing I do this. the whole of Ghostbusters, yeah. and when it gets to the end, yeah, I do stop, stop, do, do, go, go, do, do, and then go into the next song and do the whole of that song. So it's like a seven-minute act. Well, it might be long, but it doesn't mean it's good, does it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I that, think it needs work. That as I, may be. I think you. <laughs> I think you need. <laughs> Something to draw the eye. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not wearing pants. Du, 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 du. Oh right. Well, I was gonna say, no. I'm gonna wear no. I'm gonna wear like a gas mask <laughs> and <laughs> pants, and I think that'll draw the eye it and will. do the. It definitely yeah, will draw the go. eye. Welcome back to the episode four of the season four. Is that right? Are we on ep ep four C four? Ep four C four. Yeah. Nice one. Right. Okay. This. No. It's ep four S four. Ep four. S4. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tell you what, Rob, what? this was a smasher. It was. It was a good one. It's called The Best of Everything, and it seems to pack that in, I would say. It uh, really does, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's a, it's a good follow-on to The Turtle, which was dreadful. This is this is sort of reclaiming Toto. Well, absolutely, Toto. absolutely, because last week we did The Turtle one. Thanks for bearing with us. And I hope, you, I hope listeners spotted what we tempted to do with that podcast, which was make the podcast uh, better than than what it what it was just reviewing the episode. Yeah. By talking about everything but the episode in parts, <laughs> it seems. This week, I think we've got uh, some proper material here to get to to actually analyse some a really good twisty. Yeah. Tale of the Unexpected. Yeah, it's it, we're back in season one, season one it, areas, aren't it's we? It's the golden scene again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hopefully the week next week's will be something similar. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna come to that later. We'll come to the episode later uh, in a minute. We're gonna have to do the theme tune. We don't have to. I wanna. I love it. Let's go. Unexpected Tales Podcast. 
Right. Uh, yeah, welcome back. We've done the theme tune now. So, tick. That's a big tick. We've got opening monologue, theme tune, tick. Right. Into <laughs> the episode. Uh, my name is Chris. Um, and my name is Rob, and we are Crob. Are we, are we Crob? <laughs> Cobb. Cobb. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Crob didn't it. sound right, did Get it? Get it right. Yeah. yeah. Or Bork. <laughs> no, that would be a terrible. Bork? What's that? Bork. Hey, i tell you what, I saw a good... Uh, it was actually like a transcript of a, a news conference. A press conference, I guess. Right. The Game of Thrones. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I I, I have seen some of it, yeah. Okay. I, I, I love Game of Thrones. I think it's great. Mm. Um, it's nice... Actually, me and Michelle were in bed the other night. We were watching TV. Yeah. Just flicking through the channels. And then we saw the first episode... Yeah. The, like, of Game of Thrones just just come up we were like oh let's watch this again right. fantastic it's great to watch again so we we actually because the next the follow the, see episode 2 was next we watched that as well it yeah. was great to go back in time but anyway well I think they're only two episodes we've seen oh the first two yeah. well, they're the best two yeah. no they're the worst two oh no because they're so far away we've got the desk uh, the desktop we've got the box set on uh, the, on Blu-ray do it do it watch it I'll tell you one thing that uh, uh, I've become aware of lately that annoys me things that you see on TV like because um, we've got Netflix recently right okay yeah but everything is now being stretched out to become a box set and this means that the story moves at a pace that's unbelievably slow, so that it'll last for the full season and then come back next season with nothing being resolved in the first no, season. Game of Thrones is slightly different because it's only ten episodes per season. Right. Plus, the last season, season seven, was only seven episodes long. Right. So actually, all your stuff that happens, some of it is not ploddy, but slow. Yeah. Because certain things have to happen. However, I will say... The Night Of, which for me was one of the best things that happened last year, uh, that was, uh, and I've been looking, I keep looking to see if there's going to be a season two. They haven't thought about it. They, the writer and the creators have said, if we spot an opportunity to make a season two, we'll do it. The, ni- we'll, the Night Of? The Night Of. Right. It's, a, it's absolutely amazing. However, just going back to what, I was, what started this, which was <laughs> Maisie Williams, who plays Arya, Arya Stark, she was. Uh, she has um, qu- quite a, a big part with this other guy called the Hound, right? Right. And uh, he's like a, a bit of a warrior, right. vigilante sort of thing. He used to work for the Lannisters and stuff. Well, is that, is that his first name? The is it? no, it's, I forget his actual right. character right. name, but they call him the Hound. Right. He's got uh, his face a bit burnt and stuff. Anyway, uh, Maisie Stark does her audition. With alongs and he's either there or she's she's auditioning with him or they're doing a bit part together or something like that. And when she leaves the audition, she she's like, I, I definitely recognise that guy. And uh, anyway, she tells this story at a press conference that she went to an audition, and she she recognises this guy. When she gets home, she says, uh, I googled it, and then I've and then I worked out. You were in Hot Fuzz, weren't you? And he just goes, Yarp. Really? Yeah, so that's that's a nice little story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, what, what on earth, where did that come from? Not sure. Well, that's, yes, uh, on true Toto fashion, uh, we're not sure where stories come from. And <laughs> let's, let's start with uh, this episode that we just watched. Right. 
starts off with an exterior in the city, London, obviously. I'm guessing London. The, yeah. What is what is the money part of London called? Fleet Street? No, it's no, newspapers in there. Yeah. What's the Wall Street equivalent? I don't know. Equivalent. Sc- Scarborough? Square miles. Scumthorpe? I, I honestly couldn't tell you where the money is in... Well, oh, it's Canary Wharf now, isn't it? Yeah, but it weren't or, then. Not Canary Wharf. Yeah, it is Canary Wharf, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but back where, then wouldn't it? Wherever they are, I notice you can see out at, later on when they're inside, you can see out of a window and you can see the dome of... The, the, the Millennium Dome. Dome. No. <laughs> St Paul's Cathedral right, or something okay. like that. So it's somewhere around there. So it's not going to be South Bank then, is it? Cause no. Because that's on... Uh, not south no. the river, not this yeah. time of night. Yeah. No. no. Right, so, uh, well, uh, wherever it is, it's the money part because a big roller... Rolls Royce yeah. is driving through the city. Um, it then switches to another person who's walking to work. Yeah, and I think he looks a bit like Manuel. Yeah, he's got that moustache, crazy moustache, hasn't he? Manuel yeah. moustache, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's all he's, he's got his lunch in his hand. Doesn't yeah, he? cuts back again to the car parking up outside a big office. Yeah, uh, and outside of the car steps a glamorous. I mean, she's a beauty, isn't she? Yeah, she she's is, a young yeah. though. I mean, I don't mean like sixteen. No, no, no. She's she must be twenty to twenty four years old, and yeah. she is a stunner. Yeah, yeah. She reminds me of uh, was it Neridon Porter? Is that does it, was that somebody from back there? Doesn't she do the hotel? Uh, I think that's Mary Portus. All oh, right. Well, I don't know them, but yeah, she reminds me of somebody like that. Sorry, I'm just taking a, a drink of water there. Now, um, she gets out of the car. I, we'll come back to who she, what she is then. Oh, no, she's not. No, she's no. Like her, but she's, she's attractive too. Yeah, she's attractive. Hey, I tell you what. Remember we were talking about who done it last week? Yeah. That programme? Yeah. There's a woman who was a panellist on that right. called Anushka. Anushka Hempel? Oh, my God. Is it God. Anushka Hempel? Yeah. She was insanely beautiful. <laughs> I mean, she was the most beautiful woman on earth. <laughs> in right. her day I mean yeah. she, she owns hotels now does she yeah anyway uh, back to this so she gets out of the car and there is an air of glamour associated with her in whatever scene she's in she's beautifully done up she's wearing a nice makeup and stuff she's wearing nice clothes yep now it's in stark contrast to our hero hero yeah our lead character in this who's called Arthur we find that out in a minute we do because he's wearing kind of Columbo style outfits Columbo's back again. Yeah, well, he's not wearing the Columbo outfit. No, that would be odd, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I'd love to do that. I'd love to just dress like that every single day. I'm going to run it by Michelle and see what she thinks. If we if we go to a murder mystery, we could go with Columbo. I need to talk to you about that. Right. Okay, and we we want to do that. Yeah. And we would like you to do that yeah, with us. We, yeah, we Right, know. okay, we'll, we'll organise some dates then. Right, right. back to this. We'll, we'll... <laughs> we'll probably cut that bit out. <laughs> Right, okay. So, um, uh, what did we say? So, yeah, they're outside. Yeah. She's she's turned up. Uh, and then, next shot, interior of the office, which is obviously a stockbroker's office, isn't it? Yeah, investment broker or stock or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, Manuel, Arthur, comes in, uh, bringing some reports or something. Yeah. And he's gazing yeah. longingly at, uh, at this, this girl. Yeah, and his demeanour is... It looks like he's been beaten up, but but more mentally. He's just, yeah. He looks exhausted. Like he a looks, broken man. A broken man, yeah. But he's a nice guy. He's clearly yeah. just a nice guy. But he's sort of almost apologetic for being alive. Yeah, isn't he? he's, he's flimsy. Yeah. Uh, quite woolly. Well, basically, he uh, hands the uh, these reports to the boss. Yeah. The... the uh, 
who turns out to be the dad of the woman that we saw a yeah. minute ago. And she's in the office. Yeah. So basically he gets introduced to her in this moment. So she thinks he's new because... She says, so you knew. He must be new. And, and he says, no, I'm being six years on Monday. Yeah, six years on Monday. Because, and the thing is, he's so insignificant, this girl's not even noticed him. Which is like the definition of insignificance, isn't it, really? Yeah, so he's, he's either blended into the background, or, and that would not be his fault as such, because other people might be louder, or he's just not assertive enough. Yeah. And, and that, I think, is the point, because later on that will yeah. alter. Yeah. So, um, he then... Um, oh, yeah, they discuss whether he has plans on getting married. Oh, no, no, I don't, uh, I don't have any plans on getting married. No, no, not yet, not yet. Yeah. And then the boss and the daughter leave. So then, next, the next shot, external, he's, uh, Manuel's getting off the bus. And he's, he's walking home, yeah. and uh, it's now, we know it's his imagination because of the hazy vignette. Well, you see, I, what had happened here, I'd, I'd looked down to my nose. I did exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And then looked up and there's a hazy looked vignette. looked up and I was like, what's going on here? Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are some adverts at the moment on the telly which are sort of part funded by R&B. Is that what you're gonna? Dis- is that what you're gonna tell me earlier about the adverts? Oh no! Oh okay, yeah. Well, do this one and then do the adverts that you were gonna tell me. All right. And uh, they in them they um, give you the experience of p- different eye degenerating disorders. Oh right. By what? well, like they'll, they'll say like this is macular degeneration and there's like this dark spot in the thing, or the, or, or the next advert, uh, the proper adverts. It's all hazy, and they say that's what it's like with a cataract. And stuff. I mean, I, I don't. You see, there's a problem with adverts like this. That it, that it, it, as far as I'm concerned, advertising should appeal to people who are interested in this sort of thing. Now, if you're interested in stuff for eyes, you're not going to be able to see it, are you? <laughs> so it's better on radio. There's, there is another one like that. That's that's a, that's a problem. That even if you were interested in it, I won't. I won't want to admit to it. And it's the cat. The punchline for it is. For people who spit blood when they brush their teeth. Yes, yeah. Sick yeah. of it. Yeah. Stop a second, there's an ant on you. Oh, yeah. A big one? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. What is it? It's just a fly. Yeah, well, the... Um, yeah, well, well, I think that's care- that's carefully worded, that some parts of that advert. Because the, the truth is, it doesn't necessarily mean you've got gum disease if you spit blood. There must, there, I'm not a doctor, I don't, but there must be other reasons for it, you know what I mean? Because I've... Yeah, like you've scraped your gums yeah. or something like that. So, you have to be careful to word with that. But no, the advert I saw the other day was, it's an advert for crunchy nut cornflakes, and uh, a guy is taken back to this, you, 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 you can tell that this girl is taken back to her flat, and... Uh, you know, they're all kissy cuddly. They've obviously oh, by a, by a man. The, sorry, no. He, the man's the man's the main person in the advert. Yeah, and a girl's taking him back to her flat. Her flat, yeah. right? Okay. And they're all kissing cuddly. It looks like they're just in my mind. You see, I saw it and I thought, oh, this is like if you if you're in a nightclub and you have a successful liaison with a woman and then she takes you back to her place. Mm. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, okay. And, they're, and, yeah. They're, and they're, you know they. Kissing and cuddling and that yeah. looks looks as though it's going to get heavy, but it's a it's a crunchy nut corn flake advert. Right? And then she sort of like says, oh, "Just a minute," like that. and she goes off. And then he notices he's surrounded 
by uh, dolls. All re all around the walls. Yeah. All the uh, all everywhere like that. Like porcelain ones. All sorts like, of different dolls. Oh and god, it looks this is horrific. It looked exactly, and it looks as now it looks as though one opens its eyes. Oh my god! Now they're getting heavy and serious. She's said just a minute, so she's obviously gone off, you know, to get ready for yeah. next things. He gets up to leg it, right? Because he's scared. But he then sees some crunching up cornflakes and changes his mind. Right now, the message. And it's quite subtle. The message is, crunching up cornflakes are better than sex. Because he was nailed on for sex, he was going to run away. Sees crunching up cornflakes, overcomes his fear. Therefore, yeah, the, right. the inference is, it's better than sex. See, he was put off by sex because of dolls. Put off sex. But nothing was going to stop him eating his crunching up cornflakes. Exactly. That's so cr so they're better than sex, that's what it says, isn't it? It is what it says. Yeah. That's brilliant, actually. It is. Yeah. That's brilliant. Because yeah, it's so subtly done. But that when I used to, when I was in advertising, I used to. My theory was that your product is so good, bad things happen. Like, oh, well, I can't think of anything off the no. top of my head now. No. But no. you, you would put on this, uh, uh, like makeup, okay, and then you would be that attractive that you would. You get kind of like, uh, well, I don't know. Attacked by a swarm of bees. Ex yeah, something like that. Now, yeah. only a few years later, in fact, probably even around the same time, Lynx brought the advert out yeah. where them women were chasing that man on the beach. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Yeah, should yeah, should I was there. That one. I was there. I was on that page. So. Well, I, I mean, I was talking to my ex wife the other day and I was telling her about your. Um, Grumpy at forties. Oh yes, Grumpy at forty. Yeah, the, the YouTube stuff. Yeah, and uh, oh, tell you about things that annoy you. And uh, she she sort of said to me, "Like what?" And I had to sort of like try and think of something on the on the sort of spot like that. Yeah. And uh, one thing that I thought of was that uh, in like bathroom products and stuff, the quite often the main ingredient is water. But they don't like it. Doesn't wouldn't look very good, and so they call it aqua. Aqua, right? They do now. Who they can, do? That is not in in general usage to call anything to no. call water aqua. It seems quite Roman. Exactly. Yeah. You, you wouldn't say to them, "Do you want a glass of aqua?" Or anything? Yeah. But, but rather than them sort of just admit that it, well, it's mostly water. That's what they do. Well, it, yeah. And that's no, one of yeah. the things that irritates me, so I told her that. Yeah, it's the language side of things, isn't it? It's how yeah. to make things a bit more attractive. Yeah. So attractive, in fact, that bad things happen. There you go. There we go. Right, so, uh, now, is that the bit where we were talking about the vignette? Yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, we he's... I think he's imagining her just walking. Yeah, and that's, th that's right. Because yeah. we'd been looking down. Yeah. We thought, oh, so I thought it was her in soft focus. I thought, what the hell is this? <laughs> and so did you. Yeah, so it, it turned... And the only reason why we know this now is because it happens again later on. <laughs> and that is definitely his imagination. Yeah. So that's it must have been this bit as well. Yeah. Now, right, he gets home and the woman that he meets who's planting some... Shrubs in the front garden. He's not his mum. It's his landlady. His landlady. Yeah. Now, what she does is she says, "I'm I'm just planting some." She names the plant. Yeah. For for some unknown reason. 
Into, instead of just saying, just, I'm just doing this, I'll be in a second. Yeah. Well, she, she describes the plant that she's... So do you think, do you think that's poor dialogue? Well, I'd, I'd have to go back now and see if that was like a hidden message, like an Easter egg. In, uh, in the, but I don't think they were probably thinking yeah. about Easter eggs back then. Well, no, but as you were saying, there are pointers at times in, uh, in, yeah. this, in this show, aren't yeah, there? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's one of them, but um, I noticed a pointer, which I'll see if you mention it. And, and, and I, yes, I definitely did. Right. I circled it in my notepad. Right, yeah. oh, well, yeah, we'll see if it's the, see same, if it's the one. same one. Yeah, so, well, anyway, now, again, we don't know it's his, uh, who this relationship is until the next scene, because he's lying in bed, and then she knocks at the door, and he says, she says, Arthur, and he goes, yeah, come on in, Mrs. Marsh. So there we go, it's yeah. not his mum. And she cleans his bin. Yeah. And then he says, oh, thanks for doing that. She goes, it's all part of the service. That's his landlady then. Yeah. There you go. I'm, it's fucking Columbo. Told you. <laughs> right. She's, uh, he says, no, oh, sorry. She says first that she's heard him banging around, pacing around. All night. And it sounds like uh, he's, he's restless. Yeah. He says, I'm sorry for disturbing you. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then he says, "I'm disturbed by you." <laughs> Does he? She, no, she says. Oh, she's disturbed by him. She says, "She's I'm disturbed by you." Yeah, because she's worried because he's got no friends and never does anything. He, he stays. He, he lies in bed at night and stuff. And it's a. He, it's not a. Um, it's not. I'm just trying to think of the episode title. But you remember that episode where those two men lived in that. Small the, the, flat share. Yeah, it's the one where they punch people in the face. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, something ink. Mer- um, revenge ink? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Well, it? it's not that sort of bed sit, is it? Because no. this will be somewhere where he has a, a kitchen to go into. Yeah. And it's just a bedroom he's got at the moment. And he'll go to a ba- bathroom on the landing or whatever. Vengeance is mine. Vengeance is mine ink. Yeah. 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 Well, she then starts asking him about, you know, have you got any like love interest or anything yeah. like that? Maybe she's showing out. Maybe she's interested. Yeah, just yeah, dropping a business card his way yeah. in, in that. Could be, couldn't it? Um, he actually says, and, I, and the thing is, what I commented here is, he's, remember what we said earlier, he's a little bit flimsy, he's a bit woolly. Yeah. I, I think it's brilliantly active. It is, isn't it? It's, because he, he's coming across like... It's really, like I said, he's been punched in the face, but mentally. He, he, he looks like useless. Yeah. But he looks like he means well. It's brilliantly acted. It is, it is. And what's his name? Let's give, it, give him a call. Then, yeah, I, I, I think we should. He's, uh, let's have a look, Michael Kitchen. Michael Kitchen. And what's, what's Kitcho done? Oh, Kitcho, well, yeah. he's, uh, let's have a look, in England, he's been in Foyle's War. In fact, he's best known for his role as... Foyle in Foyle's War. And he was Bill Tanner in Bond. Who's that? Uh, Bill Tanner. Yeah, who's Bill Tanner? Oh, obviously, he's somebody in Bond, isn't he? Right, yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's Foyle in Foyle's War, so that must be quite big. I've never seen it, but it must be. He's M's chief of staff, Bill Tanner, and Bond's staunchest ally. Oh, there he is, look. They didn't play by four people, and he was one of them. Uh, there you go. Right. Okay. Well, it's, I like that because I'm a, I am a Bond fan, and that name didn't mean anything. And, it, and, I, and now I found out it's M's boss. I'm all right with that. I'm all right with the fact that I shouldn't have known that. <laughs> okay. But yes, brilliantly acted. He's he's, he's fantastic. What he's explaining now, and he, and the reason it's, I'm pointing this out is because every time he starts speaking, it, it's just 
I'm trying to do an impression of him right now, but it, it's, you know, it's almost stutter, yeah. bits of hesitation. He just wants to be polite, well-mannered. Um, he says, I'm, I'm actually in love with the uh, the boss's daughter, uh, and she, she doesn't know. Um, in fact, I've been in love with her for a number of years. Uh, um, that's, quite, that's quite a good impersonation of him. Yeah, yeah you like that? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, uh, she, the landlady, she... I think she's kind of sort of pleased that he's yeah he's got his head. He's not some sort of yeah. oddball. Oh, but she does tell him to. She recommends smartening up. That yeah, that would be the if you want to attract her, then just get yourself sorted. Yeah, because he he does wear these Columbo style clothes. Yeah, she could have also said get that get that Manuel Tash shaved off. Yeah, but that that doesn't happen just yet. Does no, it? no, oh no, no. Yeah. So I mean, it's small doses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, next, next shot, presumably it's some sort of coffee bar, isn't it? Yeah. But how crowded is that? Would it's you... very crowded, and it's that crowded, in fact, that we have to look at them through a mirror <laughs> um, to, to see their reflections. So the, it must have been super... I mean, this could have been even done on the way to the studios that morning, or even Shocking. the coffee bar outside the studios. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pay to drink coffee in such close proximity to anybody else. No, because you couldn't move your elbows. No! Well, he meets up with a guy... That it seems like he's mates with him, but as the conversation goes along, it looks like he's just bumped into him. Yeah, and he's had to talk to him because he's pressed up against him in the coffee bar. Yeah, so he's, and, and as we say, Arthur isn't necessarily shy, he's just he isn't assertive. Yeah. Right? So it's, it's that somewhere in the middle there. Now, they're talking about where they work. Yeah. Um, uh, what you, the man uh, Arthur is explaining, he works for this particular stockbrokers or investment brokers, and. Uh, the other guy, do we find out his name right now? Uh, I don't know, but he's called Charlie, isn't he? Yeah, he's called Charlie, and uh, he, he says, oh, I used to work there uh, also, but I left. Yeah. The man says, oh, I, I haven't seen you around and I've been there for six years. He goes, oh, I was just like a, like a shitty little office boy or something. Uh, I think he says he worked abroad. Oh, he did, he works in the Belgium offices. Yeah, he's Arthur's right. shitty little office. That's man. right, yeah, yeah. So he worked in Belgium, yeah. and then he goes on to tell a story about He goes, do you know like when people used to send the black sheep of the families across to Australia yeah. and just pay their upkeep just as long as they didn't show their face in the house again? Yeah. That's sort of like me. I've and been shunned by my family, but I've just been paid to get on with stuff. And then there's... An odd shot of... The, there's that shot of uh, of the girl again. Yeah, another hazy shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah isn't there? Same, same shot, I think. Yeah. Um, that, that just comes in... Is that apropos? Yeah, be, well, it seems to be, because the next thing we hear about is the Australia story, so yeah. it's just in that bit. Yeah. Maybe that's because what we've got to think is that Arthur is constantly thinking about her and she just pops into his head every now and then. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. To sort of... Be inside somebody's head without it being overtly said, but just to flick in now. And yeah, again. and it's almost like one of those shots in Fight Club where Tyler Durden used to put the the cock in the the film reel just for fun. Right. I you, they used to do that. <laughs> Columbo. What? Oh, it, there's an episode with with uh, yeah that the man. He gets the man. He turns the heating up. Yeah. He puts. Uh, a in the because they're watching uh, this cinema. Yeah, it puts a picture of a nice cold coke inside the film, like as a slide. Yeah, and the guy comes out of the cinema to get a refreshment, and he's there waiting for him and shoots him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, Columbo. I remember that. 
but uh, so yeah, so that wasn't actually a subliminal thing that we were meant to see that, yeah. but it was just a flicker, wasn't it? Wasn't but putting you know talking about putting Cox in the uh, in the uh, film, yeah, yeah. I discovered. I mean, I'd I'd, no, I'd long known and sort of smirked about the fact that the fella in the back of the uh, the boat is called a Cox. Uh, yeah, right. And they have coxless pairs, which, right, which yeah. also makes me smirk. Yeah. <laughs> but what I found that took my smirking. They also have cox apples. They do, but yeah. not in a boat. No. But what made took my smirking to a new level was I found out that not only is the guy in the back called Cox, the fella sitting right in front of him is called the Stroker. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That is good, isn't it? Oh, I love that. Yeah, that is good. I'm wondering what the yeah. next guy's called. <laughs> Feeler. <laughs> yeah. And then the one right at the back is called the perv. <laughs> That's good, that. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I never even thought about that. <laughs> well, this conversation with Charles, between Charlie and uh, Arthur. Yeah. Uh, is uh, it goes on to the. I, if, I must have missed something here because it goes on to the fact that Charlie. Hasn't got anywhere to sleep tonight. He's, yeah. he's been in a hotel. Well, it's what's cost, happened? It's cost. Well, it's cost when they're putting the coats on and stuff. Charlie's sort of saying, "No, oh, I don't know where I'm going to sleep. Probably in the park." Because it turns out what's happened is he's not been able to afford to pay his hotel bill, and the hotel have thrown him out. But they've kept his luggage because he's not paid his bill. Right. So so he's he's got nowhere to live and no clothes. Right. Now he's put it on to Arthur here, really. Yeah. He's 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 got him up like line and sinking because Arthur realizes that this is a actually this could be a nice friendship, but he doesn't. He's not seen the badness in this Charlie guy. Yeah. So what he says is, I'll pay your hotel bill. I'll get you. You can bring your luggage and you can stay at mine for a while and we'll go halves on the rent. Yeah. And it's it's a bit you know it's a bit wrong and manipulative what Charlie's doing there. Obviously. Yeah. Same thing happened to me this morning, though, in the, uh, in the supermarket. What happened now? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'd gone in to get our sandwiches for today. And uh, the, uh, I went into, it was big Tesco. And uh, the woman said to me, oh, um, do you want to pay 5p towards, uh, you know, on your bill? Do you want to add 5p for charity? And, like, if somebody says that to you, it's... It's a bit difficult to say no, isn't it? It's also no longer charity, is it? No. Because charity is uh, you giving. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Whereas that is responding. And, and yeah. you know, I, I think it's a great thing. I mean, because obviously we pay to charities, me and Elle, we pay to animal charities. And I've been the beneficiary of charity as well. Yeah. But, so I said to her, well, I'm going to have to now because you've put me on the spot. I, think, <laughs> I feel obliged, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and... And then I gave her a £10 note. She looked at the £10 note and she says, is that one of new ones? Yeah. She said, oh, it looks like it's a special one. And I thought, oh, bugger. And I've been saying she's put me on the spot and she's sort of made me aware that I might have a special uh, note here. So I felt a bit guilty because, you know, she was nice and I'd been sort of saying, oh, well, you... Maybe pay you five. Well, I'm not too sure how this story links in with this. But this is, this have is, you had your pound? Have you had your ten pound value now? Well, not not since not since this morning in Tesco's. No. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Yeah, I'm gonna. Could we do it now? I doubt. 
I don't know. Oh, well, just, just keep in touch with me. Let yeah. me know. Let me know if we're onto a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> How it linked in was her making me she, Have you me. still got that? Yeah. Ah, oh, you didn't give it away then? I said, give it me back. I'll give, you... <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a fiver. And she's had 20. <laughs> there was a big thing about um, the fact that there's a woman on these. Yes. Well, wasn't Annie Nightingale on one? <laughs> so I think she was when she was a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was on a fiver. She was. Yeah. yeah. And she, there's the talking about not Annie Nightingale. Florence. Florence Nightingale. <laughs> yeah. There was talks about this. Oh, it's good that there's a woman on other that, than the I, Queen. I so that. so far we've had Anne Boleyn. What's her name? Anne Charleston. No, that's uh, Madge from... Jane Austen. Jane Austen. Right, Jane Austen, the Queen, Annie Night... No, Florence Nightingale. Elizabeth Fry. Has she been on something? (laughs) They've all been on. Yeah. Basically, there's more women than men that have been on these (laughs) It's nonsense. They're just... uh, This this is a a thing at the moment, and I I guess PC Knuckle is waiting at the front door for me here, but (laughs) there's a lot of... There's a lot... I don't know if you've noticed on the news a lot, but a lot of... When you're describing somebody, it seems to be to be quite the thing to describe them in the first verse as being a white something male, uh-huh. a white so and so, a white thirty-one year old male or something like that. Right. It's, it just seems like why you, it, when I was a kid, <laughs> it was just people. Yeah. Some some dickhead's been a bollock again. <laughs> right on the news. N- news at ten. Some dickhead dick, dick done this, but now it's kind of a white male has been arrested for doing this. Oh, again. Yeah. It's like fuck oh, off, oh, fuck oh. off. Three. There's only one woman being on a note. Shut it. Rubbish. There's the queen on every one of them. On every one. She's the best. She's the best of all the women. They've chosen the best woman to go on every note. Can't what more? What more? I'm not sure where PC Knuckle stands in this. No, well, he doesn't. What I'm not so, obviously, listeners. What I'm not saying is that women don't deserve to be on one. What I'm saying I is, I don't think. It, on I don't think it's an argument. No, I don't. I, I think don't. If, if there's a woman on there, fine. Why are we talking about it? Great. Get 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 everybody on. Have a fraggle on. <laughs> I don't care. Right. Okay. Now then. Um, so he's arranged. Arthur has arranged. Is is arranged? Yeah, that's what it is to take in Charlie yeah. to his landlady's house. There seems to be no question about whether he can sublet the flat. No, no problem with that. <laughs> Not that anybody was asked. Um, <laughs> and he's going to lend him some money to get his trunk yeah. out. And actually, Mrs Marsh is pretty happy that he's actually got some interest, uh, yeah. friendly face around the house. Yeah. Uh, and it, say he's going to lend him his money to get his trunk out of Hark until, uh, uh, until... This fella's check comes through. Yeah. The check for being a bad guy. Now is um, the bad guy for, as far as his family are concerned. Right? As far as concerned. Now what what's it? What I found interesting, right at this point, was Charlie describes his trunk. Yeah. Now, so pin that. Yeah. Okay. Because also they're making a big deal about hauling this trunk up the stairs. Yeah. Pin that. Right. Now, uh, they're talking in the room. And uh, Arthur starts eyeing up the contents of the uh, the trunk, which is basically suits, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it is proper Savile Road type suits, is isn't it? it? They look nice, don't they? They look good, don't they? I mean, yeah. they, I'll tell you why they look nice. I didn't have a problem with how Arthur dressed in the first place, but these are now a notch up. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, is uh, 
Charlie is obviously some sort of uh, would you call him a, not a, necessarily a playboy a chancer that, that sort of, of thing yeah. yeah a player perhaps. player yeah, yeah. and uh, he's talking about he's got, I've got my eye on this bird <laughs> and it was really nice I know that it's not probably great to call a woman a bird but it was nice to hear it again well I think I think that that is coming back into accepted it is speech it's, now yeah, 30 years later and it's sort of like yeah you're talking about I mean, you know, I'm I... with my bird. Yeah. I... What would I say? Yeah, I, I think I might uh, say it in jest. I, I would, yeah, say it with a wink. Yeah. 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 No, I wouldn't literally do the, the wink, though. No, no, it's, it's an implied, it would be an implied wink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, now, all this time that they're talking, Arthur is going, I could probably use his clothes and our situation to my advantage. Yeah. Oh, first of all, let me say, it remind, I think if they were to remake this episode, perfect casting for Arthur would be Rhys Shearsmith. Because right. I think he could put on that uh, uh, doddery type. Yeah, yeah, man, I can imagine that. Yeah, And then yeah. do the turn later. Yeah. So, anyway, um, well, he suggests, um, how about, because I, I was going uh, to, I've paid you out of your problem, and I was going to use that money to buy myself a new wardrobe of clothes, not, <laughs> not literally a wardrobe. Um, so why don't we? Why don't you lend me your clothes, and then we can say that that could come out of your rent. We'll just discount yeah. the rent. Yeah, which I was surprised that he was actually like putting a monetary value on borrowing his clothes. I mean, yeah, I, I, like I, like I would proper rent. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be comfortable borrowing somebody a stranger's clothes anyway, would you? No. Uh, it's a, you know, no, there's something about that that you just putting the trousers on. I think that's yeah, a little bit problem for else, me. Isn't it? I, I wouldn't yeah. like to. No, especially this man because he looks like he shags a lot. Yeah, you wouldn't so know what, what it might be there. on the inside of the pockets oh, or oh, yeah. on the lace. The lace. I was thinking about the shoes, but that's not the case, is it? Oh. The lace isn't the case. So the next day, yep. and he's now wearing the clothes. So yeah. obviously that they've gone along with this deal. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, actually there's a change in his attitude here because it looks like the influence of Charlie is starting to rub off a little. Yeah, only a little bit though. Cause little, he's, yeah, touch a touch. Yeah, because he's he's still a bit weird, isn't he? Because in she comes the 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 daughter. The beauty, yeah. And I thought she was carrying a dog. To oh, I wasn't looking. Well. She'd got like this big furry thing in it, like here, but it turns out it's maybe a stole or something oh, like right, that. Okay, well, but yeah, well, he, he comments on no, it, she says something about him being shy or something, and he says, Well, I'll not be shy, would you like to go out? No, well, this is a bit, bit beforehand, uh-huh. he said that they're quite chat, they're quite flirty, right? But I mean, both of them, but, but very, very minuscule, and then. She, he's talking about what she's wearing and he sa- she says oh do you like what I'm wearing and he goes well as you're the boss's daughter I won't say exactly how much I like it yeah which I find that strange yeah it is strange but it's also quite exciting because he's taking on this obviously this, is, this would never have happened right before so, yeah. so then he's about to actually before he walks out he goes I tell you what I'll be um, I'll be quite presumptuous then yeah um would you like to uh, to go out? I've got an I've I've got the episode of I've got the edition of What's, what's on, on on my desk. I don't care what's on. She says I don't care about what's on, and um, then he goes, "Oh right, yeah." Because okay. he thinks she's knocked him back. That's it. That is, he's been uh, I use a, a youth term, mugged off. 
He goes back to his desk. He's been watching too much tower. That's exactly right. Uh, he, he he goes back to his desk and then she she He's follows him out. Yeah. She then picks up the episode of What's On and she starts reading through about how boring it is. Well, I think. Though, well, no. There's a lot of interesting things on there. What she's saying is that none of this matters. And then she puts it down because what she says is, I don't care about this. I'd just like to go out with you. I, I like you, so let's go out. Yeah. So he says, well, should we go to dinner? And he, she says, yeah, when? Tomorrow, tonight? He goes, tonight. I thought that was brilliant. That's it, shift. We've got a mindset change. Yeah. Now then. Uh, they, uh, so the next scene is they're at dinner. Looks to be going well. She gets up to go to the toilet. He, yeah, uh, she's powdering her nose. Powdering her nose. Yeah. yeah. Pre- presumably she's not taking cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Well, presumably she was in my eyes. It's like I thought that's what they did. So they did back in the eighties. Right. Okay. Yeah. He gets the bill thirty six pound twenty. Thirty six twenty. And now, like for me, that's just uh, a standard meal at Frankie and Benny's. Yeah. Right? However, uh, back then it was probably. It was about eighty or ninety pounds, and there's a there's a look on his face that suggests, right? I can I've got that money on me, yeah. But that is going to skint me. A little bit like when we all went to see Darren Brown in uh, Harrogate. That's right, and we ended up in uh, Italian. Yeah. yeah, and all we were looking for was really like a pub meal or something. Yeah, we pa- on. I ate pasta or pizza or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, but for some reason finished up. I think it probably the only place we could find nearby. And it came to eighty quid each, didn't it? <laughs> what between the between two couples? Yeah. So we're one hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah. Was it really that? It was. Oh, for fuck's sake! It was absolutely wicked. We were talking about this at the weekend. <laughs> we, we never stopped talking about it. It's one of the things because we always. I do remember it being expensive. I just don't. I don't think I remember it being that expensive. Because uh, we say that when, what often what we remember about when we've been places with you and Shell is things that have gone really, really bad. But are they talking points? Like the pizza in the Purple Hotel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, that. The man, the man allegedly going to spit in Earl's dinner. <laughs> in, uh, was that crew? Stoke. Stoke. Stoke, yeah. 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 The, 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 the aggressive woman flashing her underwear in, again in, in Harrogate. Harrogate. Yeah. It's, it's all stuff like that that's a bit, a bit sort of, but, but it, it makes you... They're memories, And right? in fact, when our first trip out, when we were in Brixton for eight hours... We, <laughs> with David Icke. With David Icke. And yeah. uh, nearly missed our train back. Me and Elle, it took him so long to get us our dinner, we had to send that back. Oh, we, God, in that pub? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was all like a catalogue of disaster, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, I got a migraine in that as well. Did you? And there was a person whose feet stunk. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Were you sat near us? Next no, to not somebody's feet stuff. <laughs> it was next to you. <laughs> no, but no. Oh, I, I don't know if you know this. I think it was Greg who went on the website or like a forum afterwards, <laughs> and somebody actually apologised for how bad their feet stank really? that day. Yeah, somebody had actually owned up. I, was, I saw it. It was Greg brought up the uh, forum. That was God. How long ago was that? Then? Ooh, it must have been 2008, would it be? Something like that, yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Maybe, actually, maybe. I'll tell you what, I can find out at a moment. Have you got the ticket? Yeah. You still got the ticket? Oh, well. It's on our notice book. It's 2006. 2006. 2006, well. Right, okay, so, now then, he's paid his, uh, or rather, presumably he's paid and. As we say, he is a, a poor guy. So 
it skinted him. Yeah. And um, he's back at his flat. The the Charlie guy is uh, is drinking and living it large. Yeah. And we late we now learn that he's not paid any rent. Yeah. He's also still owes him the two hundred pounds from the hotel debt. But he just gives him 20 quid, doesn't he? And uh, Yeah, he gives him... He's, he's, for expenses. That's right, yeah, for expenses. And we presume that that is part of, like, upkeep. It's got yeah. nothing to do with the suits, has it, that? No. Yeah. But he keeps trying to delay... Uh, look, I'll, I'll sort this out next month. I'll sort it out. And that's month. obviously the sort of person he is, isn't it? Exactly. That's why he's not in the hotel. Yeah. And so... That's probably why he's chasing this girl who he says... We described as dim, but rich. Yeah, so what we've, we've got two changes here. One is Arthur becoming a bit more assertive angry yeah and we've got charlie who what started off as just somebody who was probably a means to an end and now is is is, it's a it's like it's his rod in his back yeah i don't even know what that means well but it's if you can if you can imagine what it might mean that it's this yeah it's a rod in the back and he's asking charlie for some tips about taking a girl out yeah that's right so it goes um do should we just should we list what yeah, what, what he says. So, but by the he's, house... he's teaching him how to be a cool cat. Yeah, that's what it's. Um, buy the house wine. Yeah. Now, what's his rules on? He says, he says it's an, you can always because you can you sound quite cool saying the house. Yeah, wine. Yeah, because you describe it and you say it's like some flinty <laughs> Bordeaux or something yeah. like that. A uh, a goose uh, sucking a b- bassoon. A goose playing a bassoon. What's that? That's one of the wines that we did in Taste. Was it not a goose <laughs> yeah, playing? I remember that. Yeah, uh, but so I'm, I can I can sort of understand that that tip. But then there's a tip about getting a taxi. He says pay for taxis. What? Oh no 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 order be, be, order a taxi. Yeah, he's saying that. But then he's 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 got this long extravagant tale about going in one door of the Ritz. Which is a good hotel. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, as we know, best Lond- best hotel in London is the Savoy. The Savoy. <laughs> uh, said, yeah. going, going one door, Piccadilly entrance. Yeah. Come out the other. And then get the concierge to order the taxi for you. And then you somehow look good. Yeah. Is he saying that look as though you lived in the Ritz or something? But, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't follow it. So... so uh, just this might let's introduce this later thing. Oh. The the woman uh, doesn't know where he Arthur lives. Yeah. So that's what Charlie's saying is that you don't need to tell them where you live. You just need to pretend where you, they live somewhere. Right. So maybe that's what this is. He, he he basically and then Arthur says, "Do I tip the commissioner?" He says, "Give him ten p," because according to the girl, it looks like you've just given him fifty quid. Which I thought that was quite interesting. If you say, I'll pay the tip, yeah. go over, you could be paying whatever, but actually you're only giving him a couple of P. And... Yeah, I thought it meant 50p. I thought he said 50 quid. I think he said 50. Oh, right, so, and I've just converted it. Or, or Well, so have I. I mean, Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. It would have been, of course it's 50p. Nobody's going to tip anybody 50 quid, are they? Not if a meal at this extravagant restaurant costs 36 20. 20 for two, no. Next one, don't say toilet, say loo. Mm. Uh, don't say serviette, say napkin. And finally, never say pardon. Say what? Say what? So say they're, what? They're, they're, what? I'm, not, I'm not sure. If I was looking for tips for how to handle a night out, 
I don't think I'd come out of that feeling, yep, all right, I'm no, going to deal with it totally now. Totally agree, I'd get a second opinion on this one. Well, now then, it's next day, or sometime after. Actually, it must be sometime after, not necessarily next day, because the course of this is about five or six weeks, isn't it? Uh, in fact, longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's much longer. So this could, have, this could be up to five weeks. Right? And it's, it's at this point that the tash is gone. Shaves moustache. Yeah. And he's, he's looking a bit more dapper, isn't he? Yeah, and he's also getting really more angry with his housemate. Yeah, yeah. He's still dating the woman. Yeah. That's going quite well. In, they go to a nightclub or something, don't dance, they? Yeah, they dance. He whispers in her ear. She whispers back. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell what she was saying, but it, no. that, it was back, was it? It looked good. Back. <laughs> <laughs> that was me whispering back. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was, uh, was that a, no, it was more like a dad joke, that, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it? Like, I'm hungry. How, I'm, I'm Chris. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> then he gets into a bit of a conflict with his boss he does he does because uh, it, it, comes, it becomes clear that what's happened is he has been dealing because we hear dad say only the partners can deal not not drugs there's some somebody at the door we just uh, just wait a sec somebody's at the door see so it is it's that boy who talks to animals Oh, it's just a post, just a post. Are you alright? Yeah, it's a parcel for Elm. Oh! It's a parcel for Elm. I don't know what's in it. Uh, I'll have to wait. That's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I love getting parcels. Yeah, parcels are good, aren't they? Letters yeah. are shite. Yeah, yeah. I ordered a book off of uh, eBay yesterday, but can't be that. No, but I tell you what, get drunk. And, and go to Amazon and see what happens about a week later. <laughs> I've drunk ordered from Amazon so many occasions. Yeah. It's like a week later when you when you get your parcels through. It's fantastic. And also, you've got to promise to yourself that you'll, ne- you'll not look at your account to see what you've ordered. Yeah. But make sure you order at least five things because when they come through in dribs and you'll just be thanking drunk you. It's, it's a wonderful <laughs> feeling. Just have some money put aside and go, right, this is for drunk <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so he, he gets into, involved in this argument with his... Well, not an argument, a, a bit of a bad feeling with his boss. Well, he's, yeah, his boss is telling him off, isn't he, really? Yes. He's saying, only partners can do this. You so can, what do you think he's done? Need. Well, he's he's done some sort of financial transaction by Telex, that's what he's done. Yeah, and, and it's it's it was based on... Um, a revolution. Yeah, on his whim... Because he's heard about this revolution, he's coming Coming. to the office. Nobody there but the cleaners. Can't talk to anybody. Thinks I'm going to make a killing. So I've got to. I've got to make a decision. I think this is the right one. Yeah. Does it? Boss finds out when he comes in. Starts bollocking him. Next thing, he gets a telephone. The boss gets a telephone call. Turns out all's gone well. And then the deal was actually a really good deal. So now he's in with the dad. What surprises me though, is daughter's there again, and she's looking. Ah, oh, my boy's done well. Yeah, but isn't it... Why is she always sat in the boss's office? Maybe she works there. She doesn't seem to, though, does she? She's a PA. She breezes in with a she does breeze. dog, dog in her hand. Yeah, she does breeze in. And, uh, you know, when if he if he was going to give Manuel a bollocking, it would surely not be appropriate to do it in front of his daughter. No, that's right, but he's he's right angry and he's that sort of oh, yeah, type of personality. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's all gone well, so now another shift in, uh, to Arthur, because 
presumably this must mean maybe promotion on the cards. Is yeah, yeah. We don't know that, but that's the way it looks. So anyway, this is now back at home, and he sees Charlie has packed up all his clothes. Now remember in that uh, that thing of as far as he's concerned, these clothes and. He might be pissed off with Charlie, but ever since he came onto the scene, his life's turned around. He's, he, he might still be poorer, but actually, his opportunities are growing. Yeah. So he doesn't really want Charlie to go. No. Or at least, if he goes, he wants, wants him to his, leave the clothes. And he wants him to pay his, his debt off, which... Sort the debt out before you go. And his rent. He's not paid any rent, so it's now 300 quid. Yeah, so... The conversation has to arrive at Arthur's mind is, right, I, a few weeks ago, I'd have never said boo, but right now, I'm going to have this argument. Yeah. You owe me, give me, or the clothes stay. Yeah. And uh, then, when he says, no, he says, I'm, I'm not, I'm going off to the, to the Bahamas. Bahamas, yeah. It's palm trees and sand for me. Yeah, um, and he tries to go out of the room or something, or get past him. Arthur shoves him uh-huh. and, and, he, uh, and he dies. He hits his head on the corner of a table and that's it. He dies instantly in the way that I've, I've noticed before and said in uh, this programme, Toto, people die really quickly yeah, of the, quite minor injuries. Yeah, that's right. There's not a great deal of defence is there with, the, no, with their bodies there was, and you know there wasn't a great deal of blood or anything like yeah. that and he just sort of like pushed him over and he died instantly yeah. it's I don't think it's realistic I don't you know I, I'm, not a, I'm not a doctor I don't know about these things no but I, I think people are quite hardy and I think gen- <laughs> generally it takes something to kill somebody I totally agree I think what might have been better here is yes you can have that kind of like you know hit on the head concussed him or something like that but yeah. then give him a blow on the back of the neck so he's like severed his spinal column or something like that yeah. and that's it right now it's believable yeah or even better still he could have punched him in the back of the head that could have killed you All Right. but I think it was just that sight of being hit on the head that was it looked like a bloodshot <laughs> a gunshot didn't it, it was, yeah yeah but yeah, you're right. If this was a movie, maybe that fight sequence would have been a bit longer, a bit more, a bit extended, yeah. wouldn't yeah. it? But in but in this in this world, the minest thing, you're dead. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, I mean, there was a kid who got killed by a uh, falling coconut in last week's episode, wasn't well, it? Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Right now, then, once he's dead, he goes through his money, his wallet. He takes his money, and then. He's looking over the dead body. We don't see this happen, but we assume he's put him in the trunk. Yeah, because next shot, he's pushing the trunk downstairs. And it's it's all weighty, isn't it? Yeah. And, and actually, the weight is t- it takes over because he... And the hasp comes loose. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Now, that might pay, play a, a, a role later on. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it... Actually, saying that, I don't think it really makes a difference, but it, I'll mention why I said that. Right. Um, next thing, Mrs. Marsh comes out of her room. What's up? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then she paraphrasing Yeah. She, uh, he says, ah, oh, I was just trying to get this down. Don't worry, everything's fine. She says, you could have chipped the paint or anything, wanker. <laughs> he goes, no, 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 no it's, uh, yeah. it's all right. Look, how does he know there's no, no I've, 
I basically, when I shoved it down the stairs, I noticed it didn't touch anything but the carpet. <laughs> he says, "Look, I need to. I'm going to be posting this on because your man Charlie's left. I need to store this for him. I, I will be posting it at some point, but I need to store it. Can I stick it in your cellar? That's not a euphemism." <laughs> um, and she begrudgingly, yeah, she's not keen. Yeah, is she? well. W- w- when you get to the cellar, you, you sort of understand why she didn't want to go into the cellar. What, what was your it's thoughts? Because it's filled with her husband's artefacts, isn't it? Yeah, memories. Her dead husband, who yeah. was presumably in the war. Yeah. But somehow killed by one of our own bombs. I'm not sure how that, how yeah, that happened. Cause no. he, did it seem as though he was like an air raid warden or something? Well, he had a tin hat. Tin hat, yeah. So, yeah, I think he was in our country and he got yeah. killed. So, But, uh, yeah, now then, this is that point, one of those... Mm-hmm. Things I was mentioning to you, or oh, we mentioned earlier. Yeah. When she goes into the cellar and she gets a torch and she's looking around, and what she does is she says, "Oh look, that's his old trunk," oh. and there's his tin hat. Right. Now the trunk, because we're nearing the end of the episode, and I think I thought, "Oh, hang on a minute, there's going to be a mix-up: trunk full of old army clothes." Yeah. Versus trunk with a dead body in she's going to give it to some sort of charity but get the two mixed up oh yeah just go and get the trunk it's in the cellar forget that that one was there and they only with a dead body on their hands that's where this could have gone well my trunk uh, connection that I mentioned Ah. earlier on was this when uh, it first arrived and Charlie uh, and him were pushing up the stairs Charlie explained that it was uh, airproof Air, yeah, airproof. Airtight. Yeah. Airproof. As in, it, it, oh, it wouldn't oxidise if well, stuff was inside it. Yeah, and, crucially, if you had a dead body in it, you wouldn't smell it because the air wouldn't be able to get oh, out. Of course, yeah. So I, I, th- could, I thought... Oh, oh, I never picked that up. Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. So, uh, because now, um, he's sort of got rid of the body in a way yeah uh, and there's a flash up to the um, up to the back up to the room and we see all the clothes in the wardrobe yeah. so it's quite clear what's, what's in inside the, that what's in the trunk yeah. there is no I mean why we're not shown the body uh, I don't really know because it, that's not what the twist is no. there's definitely a body in that trunk yeah yeah well he's uh, happily dating and um it uh, it seems like they're him uh, the do- and the boss's daughter are mm. discussing marriage. Yeah, with the father, and, and by this time, because father says, "Oh, he's going to be register office," and daughter says, "Oh, yeah," but he's become so assertive now as uh, Manuel that uh, he's not having that, and he manipulates dad into a better wedding. Now, I think by this time. Uh, it probably is confusing that I call him Manuel and you call him Arthur. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's called uh, Arthur. Arthur and Manuel are the same person, yeah. except <laughs> Arthur is his actual name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But by this time, he's looking even more suave. He's had his hair done again, I yeah. think, now. And yeah, he has. It's, it's thinner it's, now. And uh, it's much, much more impressive. impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and he's, he's drinking, he's got a, 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 a handkerchief in his top pocket. Yeah. It's... Do you think he's gone a bit too far, though? Because... Well, I think so, because actually... When they're saying, oh, I think your daughter deserves a big old flash wedding, yeah. uh, the dad looks at him in a kind of suspicious way, but it can only be based, it seems, on his 
on how he's acting now. Yeah. Not that he's got any actual suspicions about him, but more about the fact that I actually preferred you when you were a bit more flimsy. Yeah, because even his accent's changed. And yeah, it has, yeah. You, you could pull that off with people who didn't know you, but not somewhere where you've worked for six years. So it looks like all this confidence is, is about to backfire. Yeah. It feels like we're heading in that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, do you know when I first saw this, and even um, this time round... It was me. Right. I'd not, I'd not appreciated this gradual... Uh, change in his character like that I'd not seen it yeah uh, it was only when you started to mention it that I thought yeah that's happening that yeah well I think uh, as you it's quite clear that the two different characters mm. and all the way through it's like we said it's like yes there is a change but it's only slight yeah it's not huge and that's why I think this guy is a brilliant actor he's yeah. actually fantastic because he isn't overdoing it it's not hammy it's perfect. Yeah. What's his name? Kitcho. Kitcho. Michael Kitchen or something. <laughs> Michael Andrew Kitchen. Uh, Bill Tanner. <laughs> William Tanner. No. What is it? Murray Ed. Mo- no. <laughs> Roy Kinnear. Michael Kitchen. Michael Kitchen. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so it now we're back. Um, oh yeah. So the idea of a big wedding really excites the daughter. Because she says, yes. Shall we invite all We can family? invite everybody from the family. Yeah. That's great. Now, that, that's, that's important. It is important. And I think that that will be probably the... If you're looking at a curve of where you're looking for the twist, that might be the peak in yeah. that, that moment there. Because the next thing is, we go to the landladies again, knock at the door, and... Uh, Arthur's looking down from the top of the stairs to see who's at the door. Yeah. Well, it's not for him. It's Charlie in. So he sort of like walks away a bit. And I thought from this point, he and we couldn't see who it was. That's right. We couldn't. There's a lampshade in the way. Yeah. 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 And um, we hear somebody saying, is is Charlie there? And yeah, so Arthur's thinking, all right, okay, well, it's not for me, so I'll keep out of the way, but I know what's happened to to Charlie. Yeah. Anyway, they said uh, the landlady says, "Tell you what, no, he's moved on. He's he's left the country, um, but he used to live here. Uh, in fact, his flatmate is here at the moment. I'll just go and get him, Arthur." He comes to the top of the stairs. The girl realizes, "Oh, you live here too," and then she says, "About." Charlie, who it turns out who it turn, it's is her like, brother. Is her brother. I'm looking for Charlie, who's her brother. And they're coming, it seems, to invite him to the wedding. We used to, yeah, we used to call him Prince Charlie. Yeah. Because he, his actual name is Charlie Prince. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. Why. Yeah, Arthur Price and Charlie Prince. Is that right? Right. Is that doesn't that? Yeah. Yeah, Charlie Prince. Yeah. Yeah, so... I wonder why that was. Yeah, so... Uh, now, what happens here is that they, they think this, there's no, because there's no forwarding address for Charlie, that this is all a bit very suspicious, suspicious particularly as he's left his trunk of his wares, his yeah. clothes and stuff. So what's he doing going somewhere else? Well, the landlady's quite rightly said, no, but he left his trunk here, which, yeah. is, which we thought was a bit odd too. So the dad says, right, I'm not satisfied. I want to see that trunk. And that's where the episode ends. And 
I felt, well, as, 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 as you often, as one often does, as I often do, in these circumstances with Toto, feel a bit sorry for the murderer. I saw, yeah, I think ma- mainly because there was nothing premeditated. The death seems to be an accident. Yeah. But actually he was, and he, and he, he was being t- robbed. And, and the, the murder not only was an accident, but it was in response to uh, a conflict where the other guy, Charlie, was the bad guy. Yeah, and he was turning his life around and everything was just running right and smooth yeah. and he was going to marry the boss's daughter and he was a successful... Dealer in metal, by the way. That's, oh, right, that's, what, okay. that's what they are. And uh, it was all coming together for him. And then it all fell apart. Yeah, and, and I don't think we were meant to think that his over-assertiveness was a bad thing. Yeah. I, I, I think it might have been overdone for the sake of the programme. But if you were to look at it from face value, it, he was... What he should have done was obviously tell the cops straight away. Yeah. But... But the prop, the reason why he didn't was because he was he was better with all of the stuff, and yeah. it, and it it would have spoiled everything. Yeah, but in the end, and in the end, well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out because there's only one person who could be com- convicted in that. Yeah, and and this that is damning evidence, isn't it? It that is, really is. It is really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you you're going to struggle to uh, explain that. But but you know, I, you can, I can sort of understand it because you know, if we sat here in the cold light today, we would say, well, if that had been us, and the right thing to do would be to uh, tell the police. But if you've just killed somebody, even if it's by accident, I'm sure. You're not thinking rationally. No, you're going to be thinking, "Shit!" Yeah. You know, what do I face now? I face a trial for this. Yeah. If I put it in the trunk, it might just go away. Yeah, but the rational thing, the that moment of panic when you're wondering what the hell you're meant to do. Yeah. As you say, often if you've uh, sort of had a big, big old catastrophe or something like that, you're not thinking straight. But I think the timeline works perfectly with that argument. Because he's had time to work out what the right thing to do is. Yeah. And whether it's a day later or a week later, he could quasi have said, look, this is what's happened. Yeah. And this is exactly what's happened. And, and he might have had to go to trial. And you're facing a lot then, aren't you? And he, you know what, he'd and need a good lawyer. And, he and I'm retired now. You can't do it. You can't do all of the lawyering in this country. <laughs> And certainly back in time. No, no, and indeed. That's, no. Uh, that's a different thing altogether. Right, well, that is uh, the end of the episode. And as we said, right as we finished, as opposed to last week where I smashed the book in my face, this week I held my hands up in joy. It was, it was, it was a very, very good one. Absolutely brilliant. I think everybody had a great part in this. Yeah. It was down to Mrs. Marsh. It was the locations. It was a really good storyline. It was the quick cuts it was a great great episode let's hope rob let's hope that next Shall week we? can can continue in this vein well let's hope it can because what is next, next week? week it's a woman's help which is about arnold who's financially dependent on his rich older wife but who's having an affair he devises a plan to kill his wife in order to get money and remarry. So it's quite a sort of uh, standard theme. Yeah, we said that's the classic, that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So uh, let's see what they can do with that. Brilliant. Well, uh, yep, 
a good episode. Um, thanks for bearing with us. We will see you next week for uh, episode five. This was episode four, the best of everything, and we thank you. Thank Goodbye. you. Goodbye. Goodbye. The tales of the old